y'all. Oh man, no, that was great. <laughs> I hope you just think like, what kind of podcast are they talking about? We're talking about drumsticks, goddammit, drumsticks. Are we back on? And we're back. Oh wow, okay. <laughs> she hit the button when I wanted to look. Just saying, you said you're ready to go. I'm ready. I'm ready to you're go. Ready to go. Welcome to All Up In Your Business Podcast, a place where two opinionated siblings come together to discuss black mental health issues in a raw, honest, and in-your-face manner. I'm Lovely. And I'm Light. Come with us as we explore black mental health highs, lows, and what the who do the eyes, ears, and mind of two siblings who are recovering every day, or at least trying to. Sit back and be prepared to shake your head, laugh, cry, and scream. Right. Let's begin the journey. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we gotta put it on here. Hi, this is Lovely. And this is your boy Light. And welcome to All Up in Your Business Podcast. Where this week we will be talking about chasing, or this podcast, or this episode rather, we'll be talking about chasing happiness. Not only what it means, what it looks like, but I guess from our perspective, uh, what it looks like. Yeah, about keeping up with the Joneses. Or sometimes the Jacksons, the Kardashians, the Smiths. Hell, I'm just trying to keep up with like my bills. Hey, how about that? that? (laughs) It's funny as we were sitting down. Today was an interesting day. It was a good day because I got the chance to talk to uh, a few people that I used to work with years ago. Not too many years ago, but as we were sitting and I was talking to them, it started this morning. I had this odd morning where I woke up. If I go to sleep too early, I'll wake up early because I'm used to going to sleep at a certain time and then sleeping for like five, six straight hours and then Being I get up good. And I'm good. Mm-hmm. But if I go to sleep early, I get up. Um, I get up and it's just uh, so I'll, I'll wake up early. So I went to sleep around nine, nine thirty. So I woke up like three o'clock this morning. <laughs> exactly right. Wow. And been going all day since then. All right, we gonna do this podcast quick. <laughs> nah, you good, sis? Good. Gotta, gotta let old pops go to sleep. No. Nah, pops is good. And look how many <laughs> look, look how many steps I got in a day. You did good. On on you know six hours of sleep from three o'clock on. Anywho, <laughs> anywho. <laughs> so to, to, I, I, when I got up early, I, I checked you know checked my LinkedIn page and uh, I was reached out by a former mentor and I can call him a mentor um, in the security industry. I don't have too many. I actually probably would say he's. D1, you know, and we didn't start out being close, but he was a mentor. He reached out. He's now living in Florida. And when he reached out, uh, we shared a few messages, but I was like, oh, it's cool. You know, he was just checking in. He was checking in to make sure we can come down. I'm looking for that. I'm just saying. I'm looking for that too. We here. But I reached out to, he reached out to me and then I talked to two two other former uh, employees slash coworkers. And in talking with them, you know, we always talk about, you know, you don't see somebody for a while. You say you miss them and, and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. I always tell people, like when people ask me, do I miss them? You know, I always pause. I, I, and I don't, because I always tell people, and I think it's like some defense mechanism that I have inside of me to protect myself from what I would consider something missing. But I don't say I'm, I miss people too often. Okay. I don't say, like, I don't share those. Like when somebody say, you miss their team? Or you miss, like, you miss when y'all used to rap and y'all used to... It's like, nah, that was the period that was supposed to be. That period is over. I'm good. And so I find it odd that I do it, but 
it was as we're talking about chasing happiness today was good because i was productive at work but the the part that was really good was having the opportunity to just the joy i enjoy the joy that friendship relationships bring to you and so uh, having the opportunity to talk to different individuals uh that I, that i had and shared life with was really cool so uh that was just like a part of my today's you know happiness and it was cool but i still got to figure out why i can't tell people because my my one buddy because i have two living in florida now but the one that was down there he was like well hell I tell you, I miss them times we used to hang out. Because <laughs> I told him, I said, I can't say, I, and I even said it to him, I was like, I can't say I missed you, but, you know, I, we definitely had a lot of good times. He was like, well, I said. <laughs> yeah, see, see, he said, I, I miss them. I'll tell a person in a heartbeat if I miss them, only because life is so short, and as I've gotten older, I've learned to say exactly how I feel. Now, if I didn't miss you, you definitely know that that's I awkward. didn't that's, miss you. That's that awkward You're like, moment. nah, I'm good. Oh, you and I'd be like, hmm, what's up? I need to hear now. I know, right? <laughs> but in general, like, if I really like somebody, you know, have old coworkers that I still connect with a lot, you know, just throughout the year, mm-hmm. how you doing or what's going on. And I've really connected with just a great group of people throughout life that we weren't supposed to be, like, destined to be best friends. But they're friends, not, mm. you know, they're not like, um, you know, just like associates, none of those things. Mm. It's just nice conversations. We bonded well when it was our time and our spirits were connected. And then when it was their time to move on, they moved on. But I try to make sure that with certain people I always keep in touch with, mm. you know, see how their kids are doing. Because it's just so odd when you are friends with someone and they have like a two-year-old. And the next time you talk to them, their kids in college, you're like, damn, that's a that's long so time. You're like, hmm, we both know 40 pounds. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, for me, today actually was not a bad day. It was one of those days where you realize, you, you sometimes realize your purpose or you realize why you were in a certain place mm-hmm. at that time. Mm-hmm. And like I was saying earlier, you know, one of my girlfriends, she um, was in a car accident. Her car flipped. She doesn't remember the accident. She just remembers sliding. Mm. And she got out the car and she had one nick on her wrist that was bleeding. The rest of her body was fine. That's great. And she she has she feels guilt because she inconvenienced somebody else because she hit a parked car. Um, But I had to tell her, I was like, this is your chance. You know, I think for her, she's been chasing happiness herself, trying to make her relationship work, trying to make her children love her, trying to make sure that her grandkids appreciate her. And she was willing to degrade herself and to make her standards lower Mm -hmm. so that theirs looked higher instead of making them reach to where she is. Mm -hmm. And I think that when we had our conversation today, it allowed her to see more of her purpose. Yeah. You know, and she was like, I'm definitely going to therapy because I want to talk this out. I want to feel better about myself. I don't want to spend the rest of my life feeling like I owe somebody an apology when it's not my when it's not my place to do so. So today was we we had some good spiritual day today. That's good. I'm glad to hear you. I'm glad to hear she's not only seeking therapy but taking the time to start working on her well-being. Yeah. And and, and today as we're recording this podcast Today is Mental Health Day. Yes, Mental Health Day. 
and we want you to be healthy. <laughs> I'm so corny. I'm sorry. So I, no, I would just tell anybody who's listening to the podcast, even though today is the day that that's being highlighted for Mental Health Day, every, every day, day should be Mental Health Day. Um, I actually once I had I had a current coworker ask, um, so why you guys want to? You, you're only going to talk about mental health. And I said, and I said, we're going to talk about many different topics. I said, but to me, your mental stability, your mental well-being impacts and affects everything. everything. And she was like, but you can talk about music. And said, music, we'll have, mental health. I said, we'll, we'll, I said, we're going to have conversations. mental health. Exactly. We're going to talk about all of those things, you know? but we're going to talk about it because the one thing that's, and I think it's scary for people or people start thinking it could be boring to talk about this. Is that all you're doing? Nah, as we were just saying, I told you, I mean, we, we, we took a week off. Uh, you and my man, Shot Brown, got to travel and, and, and go away, which was really good. And I'm sure that was therapeutic uh, for you. But I was just sharing with you how, for me, when we get together to do these podcasts, it's a therapy session. It's an opportunity to reflect, to think. As we're preparing for these podcasts, we get to read a lot. We get to study many different things, listen to so many different individuals that you, I'm a, I, I am allowed to process so much that by the time that we finish the product, I feel so full and so satisfied that do it, living the rest of my life becomes more of a joy. It's not the weight. It's not burdensome. Because so you're like, saying you missed me. See how he paused <laughs> on me? You see how he paused on me? We work and do this. This is therapy right now. <laughs> there you go. That's he the, missed me we, in my big mouth. <laughs> you know you did. It's okay. You ain't gotta say it right now. We I'm gonna ask you one day. You gonna be like, "Yeah, since I miss you, dumb bun." <laughs> Sharing that it wasn't like I, I'm 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 going to hide 
things that kind of come my way. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it's like, okay, you know what? Because you know how you hear sometimes you'll hear things or someone says something and you know it bothers you and it's like, what do I do want, with it? Like, and, how do and, I get exactly, it out? Do I want to say something mm -hmm. now? Or do, like you say, do you want to send that email that's going to probably cause more damage than yeah, good? Yeah, you know what I told you. You type that email out, you delete that sucker, and you start over. As Herman Edwards used to say, don't hit send. <laughs> don't even put a name into it. There's no two. There's nobody to send this email to. You just do it. So what I've learned to do, just, just for my mental uh, well-being and mental health, is, is when I have those moments, I don't internalize. I even share with them while we were on the train. I say that I, I've learned that it doesn't do me well. Um, and I've learned that even more as we've been recording the podcast that it, I, I don't benefit from holding things in. But I also realize it's not beneficial for me just to have these outbursts in, in, in my emotions. And it's like more of a temper tantrum. Um, but who can imagine living in a world where someone who has authority just always tweets no reason. What? I can't even know what kind of White House we're talking about. I just don't know what kind of Cheeto hair toupee wearing. Okay, back to the podcast. Yeah, let's get to the podcast. But we're finished. Before I go somewhere and then I have to repent for my sins or something like that. No, that's not a sin. But we do want people to listen because while while it's not about taking shots, that that is a, that was a, a shot fired. Just so you know. No, no, that wasn't shade. That, that was, was a shot. That man. was that was lovely Browns. Oh, you don't have to. You you you, 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 you could be speaking on, on behalf of all up in your business, <laughs> because the, the point still remains. Responding, what I was saying is true. Responding mm -hmm. in your emotions doesn't make you well. And and being and one of the reasons I I try to document what I'm doing in my notes section on my phone, and I go I'll go back and I'll read it. Yeah. And it helps me realize so who that, you are. Yeah, exactly. So that I'm not letting that out on someone else because there are too many times and too many days. I've spent in the past where instead of journaling it on my phone or anywhere else, I would just feel what I was feeling. And after I feel, after I had that emotion, I would just have these outbursts on family, on coworkers. It was even funny while I was talking to some of my, like I say, former employees. As I was talking to them, we 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 would we often now talk about the good times, but we, we also talk about the some bad. of the bad decisions uh -huh. and, mm -hmm. and some of the things that weren't always done right on my behalf. Yeah. And so it helps you grow. Yeah, I always tell people I said it's therapeutic for me to be able to say to people who had to report to me, you know what, I, I didn't handle that situation right. And that yeah, I said, yeah, I said while it's not the best it was not the best thing, I know just how stubborn I am. <laughs> and then knowing how stubborn I am, I a lot of times even if I thought the decision was wrong, I said I was just being stubborn and I was gonna stick with it because that's just the idiot that I was in that moment and, and uh it, it's good to have those conversations. So I was fortunate enough to have just those conversations, realizing on Mental Health Day the importance of finding that outlet that mm -hmm. works for me. Those I, tools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mine's mine's is usually meditation or affirmations for me, I think, because I need to be able to say it out loud. Mm -hmm. But I need my reinforcement to myself. You know, we spoke about it. Um, we speak about it all the time. You know, My justification for being alive is always that... I want to feel good with who I am so that who the person that I present to the world is as authentic as possible. And that way, when I'm speaking my mind or giving mm. advice or listening to someone, they know that I am endearing, that I am engaged and I care about what they're saying. Mm -hmm. Because I think so many times, you know, you ever find yourself having a conversation with somebody and then as they're talking, you're like, I wonder if I got anything in my teeth. Well, 
what time am I leaving today? That means you're not there. Mm -hmm. You have there's there's so much blocking your ear from receiving the message mm -hmm. that it's like you're wasting other people's time. Yep. You know, and I try not to do that. So for me, it's a lot of affirmation. It's a lot of meditation, kind of sitting in my own quiet. Mm -hmm. And I'm not a particularly quiet person per se. And sometimes quiet is just like having like a playlist that's just my special thing that right. I can drive down the road that's and right. be in my thoughts and have something that's kind of in the back playground, you know, just giving me life. Because, mm -hmm. you know, some days you listen to Miss Tony and other times you listening to somebody what's up, what's up? I'm just saying you know but um that's kind of where, where I am I used to write and journal a lot that's why Light and I sometimes when we have our like wow we're so much alike moments <laughs> I spent so many years writing books yes. and poetry mm -hmm. and my thoughts down and still now if I have a particularly strong thought it's still what I've realized as I've gotten older, it's very structured. You know, when I was younger, it was like all over the place. Like right. I could write you a poem, but like the poem had seven pages <laughs> on the back of a toilet paper roll. Like it was all over the place and you oh, had to pull it together. Mm -hmm. And now, you know, if I have something that I really feel like is pertinent for me, you know, because really our poetry is a, it's a book to ourselves. That's all it is. You know, and if someone's enjoying it, we're like super cool, but really... It was something so go I, back. I was writing. I was writing to myself. Yeah, because I really. I'm mm -hmm. like I wrote so many love notes to myself. I don't even know who I was in love with, but I was in love. I mean. But as you often say, that's that's love. that love was placed inside of you, and that love was for you. And so even if you weren't, even if you can, if it was not directed at, you know, anyone, that was love that was still. Some being of them promoted. poems I shouldn't have been writing at that age. <laughs> what I'm telling you, it was it was wrong. It was not okay. But Fifty Shades Grey. Fifty Shades of what the you get your ass in this room, you get beat. Like, but but you know, but sometimes you kinda look I love the fact that we have journaled our life, you know, to some degree because it does allow you to kind of go back and see where you were, yes. reevaluate where you come so far, really embrace where we are now because I know I'm so much better now. And I appreciate this podcast because it's allowed me to not only connect with somebody who I feel very passionate about and feel is a very true person, but it also allows us to connect with other people who literally have been like, like, right, right, right. <laughs> you know, it's like they've been waiting to be able to say, me too, or, or I felt that way, mm -hmm. or, well, can you guys talk about... You know, I have so many times where people say, well, can, can you guys talk about... Because they don't want to talk about it. But they want us to... Delve into it. Because yeah. I think your help... And that's a big part of, like, our podcast is, as we, as we said, is, is more peer-to-peer -peer comforting. It's peer-to-peer -peer comfort. Peer-to-peer -peer counseling. Peer-to-peer mm -hmm. -peer conversations. Um, we're, we're going to move our way to peer-to-peer. -to -peer. No, we do the jokes, too. <laughs> we make the funny. We, we make, the, make fun. the funny. We make yeah, the funny. Exactly. We do all of those things. But in the process, we are hoping that it, th those who are listening would take some time to reflect themselves. The one that I, I, I would think a very valuable piece of our podcast and our relationship, our relationship and the podcast is, is we don't have a desire for anyone to be like either one of us. Nope. We, we want we, you to be you. We what we do want people to do is to be able to be open and honest with themselves and to have thoughtful in, inner conversations and, and have those times where you're reflecting 
so that when you actually live your life and connect with the, the way you, whether it's on a job and the people you have to do life with and the people you, that you have to love, you can do it in, 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 in the most authentic way possible. Mm -hmm. Because unfortunately, we're in a world where <clears throat> we're Fake is the news. Well, we're taught to put on so many masks. We're, yeah. we're, and we're encouraged to be different things. And it's <clears throat> the sad part about it is, is it doesn't just happen, you know, in your home. It's sad when it happens in your home, but so many of us grow up having to be something different from the time that we're young in our homes because mm -hmm. we don't, the identity that we have, and it's so sad, it's doesn't not always, in. It's, it's not always accepted in the home that you're you're born and raised in you. and then once you start going into the community you fight there you do you fight in school then once you become an adult you fight and at remember, work yeah you, yeah, get, you know and it's and like you're and, never and, resting and so you you've been you've been living this life of putting on masks and then you have light and lovely come along and we tell you love yourself and be so, like, so it's bitch, like <laughs> i don't even know who i am <laughs> because you and so you're now shedding and, and i think kayla tay life said this which was you have to learn to peel back the layers and you have to take off so many layers to get to the jewels. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you, you 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 peel back all of these layers to get back get to the, the, the essence of who you are. The root. Yeah. And so what one of the things that we want each everyone listening to the podcast to do is take that time, listen to not just our podcast, but there are many there are many other podcasts. There are different ways that you could journal. We want people to take a journey with us so that as you're taking this journey, I will tell you as lovely and I do this, my life lived outside of where I am. I mean, outside of the podcast, personally and professionally has become that much better because I not only feel more confident, I feel alive. The burden of, or the burden of pressures that come with the professional life and the personal life, even though they're there, I can now process them or I'm processing them a lot differently and a lot they're, they're, I'm processing them in a more healthy way so that when I sit and talk with my wife and sit and talk with my, my girls or to be able to talk to a friend or an employee, a coworker or you know somebody who reports to me, when I'm able to do all of those things, it allows me to think about the, the person and to want to elevate them mm -hmm. as opposed to attacking them. Absolutely. And that's because I'm healing and I'm becoming, you know, more healthy on the inside. So. Absolutely. That is, that is, dude, that is beautiful. I got goosies. I got goosies. <laughs> you know, I think from, you know, we always talk about what this podcast means to us. And we don't do it to sound corny or to big ourselves up. Because big up, we the best. But no, that's just how we feel about exactly. life. I'm just saying. But, um. It really is a place of absolute trust and honesty and freedom. And I don't think that too many times in life you get to be in a place where you feel super honest mm -hmm. and you feel free to be honest. Yeah. It's, it's very easy to get stuck in um, a place where you just, you repeat the same thing every day. Mm -hmm. Fine. How about that? I'm good. Good morning. <laughs> no, everything's great. Lunch was wonderful. So what I basically was saying is that with um, with regards to like the podcast, it has allowed further conversation or deeper conversation. So mm -hmm. now it's no longer just the hello, hi, fine. It's the, so how was your weekend? I had a productive weekend. Well, what did you do this weekend? This weekend I did blah, blah, blah. You know, or it's allowed, 
I don't like that. Well, mm. why don't you like it? I don't like it because it didn't make me feel good or mm. because it wasn't a kind thing or because I didn't react the way I should have. Mm. You know, so I think that the podcast itself really has started to hold me accountable for the things that come out my mouth so that I can reflect on what I'm saying yeah. and not ultimately to fix it and to sound perfect, but to also figure out why would I respond like that? This stuff. Or why do I, you know, why am I acting like that? Or is that really a feeling that you feel right now? Or are you hangry? You know, like just, but it's, it's it, you know, that's fact. That's good stuff. I think that one, you said something and I'm going to, I, I was the guy It was funny. When people ask you what you're doing on the weekend, remember we were talking about this whole process about, you know, oh, as we're talking about the process of being happy. I think that becomes for people, and I'll just speak for myself. Let me not speak. But when people would say, so, so how was the weekend? One, I don't think most people care or mean it when they say it. This is like asking you how you're doing today. And it's like you say, you say fine just because you're it's going fine. to say yeah. fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the weekend or the vacations or the different things that we're involved in have become a a, a, a situation where it's like you're not trying to top someone but you, like if you've done something more interesting I'm more engaged and like we don't cherish or value because I, I told you a part of my happiness is simple and I said it to my youngest I said it to my baby girl today I said she she called me and she was Keanu called me and she was like daddy I'm tired. And this is like, while she's like, just and she has two more hours of practice in school and dance to go. And she's like, I'm tired. She said, I'm, she said, I'm physically tired. And then she thought about it. She's like, no, I think I'm mentally tired. <laughs> she, said, she said, I said, no, I said, you're physically tired from the dance. And I said, you're mentally exhausted from the schedule that you had. Mm-hmm. I said, so you can be both. And I said, that's a real thing. I said, you're locking down on the books. And I said, you're dedicating yourself to all these different dances. And I said, y- you're, you're both. I said, so that's a real thing. And she just wanted to talk. And so as she was talking, she's getting all of this stuff out. And I said, I said, what you need to do is, is I said, then she works. And I said, so I said, this is what you need to do. I said, you need to take off. And she said, well, I don't work this weekend. I said, good. Mm-hmm. I said, but not only do you need to take off. I said, you don't need to run around. I said, because then when you're not, I said, when you're not in school and when you're not, you know, dancing. dancing and then you're not working. I said, then you're running out with this girlfriend and then you're hanging out with your boyfriend. And I, said, I said, so you're doing, a, I said, so when does your body have time yeah, to you're just, just running, run, running yourself ragged. And so you get to a place where you could, you know, in this hashtag society, you could take a lot of, you know, IG society, you're taking a lot of photos, you get, you're capturing a lot of moments. <laughs> they but don't you're see wearing, the bangs of the eyes that you're wearing, trying to cover. <laughs> but you're wearing yourself out. And it's like, if you're doing it because you enjoy it, what she does is a good thing. But I told her, I said, I said, when you see daddy, and I said, there are moments when you see daddy. And I said, what do you see daddy doing? I said, daddy spends a lot of his life with human beings and giving of himself to human beings and interacting and engaging with people. I said, so when I take my moment and you see me sitting in my little room, in my um, not my man cave, my little cubby hole. And I said, as I'm sitting down, I said, that's because I'm recuperating. And I said, that's a process where I, I sit, I can think, I can do those things. I said, but I have to take the time to recuperate and it was cool to kind of share that with her because we live in a society, like I said, whether it be Instagram, uh, Twitter, or whatever the case may be. But everything the Facebook, has Facebook. We sound old. The Twitter, the yeah. Facebook. But but whatever, <laughs> but whatever it is, we always have to. And it, 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 I think it stems from. So how was your weekend? Now you don't have to ask how someone's weekend is. They could just keep showing it to you, and it looks once again like this is what happiness is because I'm enjoying this. But the back end is 
Oh, you tired as a mother. As a mother. <laughs> and, you, and, and you're struggling, and the fatigue starts to set, set in. in. You, like and, you look refreshed on Saturday <laughs> or Monday morning. You look like you've been drained and, in by a cat. Yeah. And, and what happens is, think about the impact that that has on a person who everybody then starts to expect. But you look so happy, and you look like you're so good. But then, slowly but surely, little things like that start to break away and tear away at what actually makes the you happy. Of what you yeah, because truly are, yeah. Me, if you were to ask me, does she love dance? I would say, yes, she loves dance. If you were to ask me, does she love hanging out with a boyfriend? Yes, she does love that. Does she love hanging out with a girlfriend? Yes, she loves that. Is she thrilled or is she working really hard to make sure her her senior year is a great year? Yes, she loves. She, she's into that and she's locked in. But if you give yourself so much to all of those things, you're losing yourself to the activities that aren't supposed to make you happy or, or, or they don't define your happiness. Let me mm-hmm, rephrase that. Mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. shouldn't define your happiness. They're just pieces of what you do because you are happy and you're happy doing them as opposed to as opposed to those situations being something that you can say, if I'm not doing this, I'm no longer happy. What I'm saying is, it's, um, the, the, like for me, a part of, and I guess this is a part of my well-being and my, my happiness, is being able to, um, I was having a conversation today and, and I was asked the question, so when you dream, do you, after you dream something, when you wake up, do you journal about your dream? And I was like, not really. I said, because typically, and I, and I find this to be very, I, I think I'm very fortunate in this manner. When I go to sleep, I actually just go to sleep. Like, if I don't express myself mm-hmm. to someone, if there's something on my mind, I get zero sleep. I toss, I turn, mm-hmm. I wake. Because in my mind, it's like, I got to talk. I got to get, because you need inside of me, that, 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 mm-hmm. what's going on is, and it's terrible when it's something that happens at work and then it's on a Friday and I got to wait till Monday to do it because <laughs> I get zero sleep all, all, week, all weekend. But typically, the way I am is, and it wasn't intentional. I think that I, that's why I'm always, I told you, I'm always thankful to God for just certain things that even when you don't understand certain things about yourself, if you learn to live them peacefully, which I always didn't do, because a lot of times I would express what I would express in a relationship and it was more frustration and anger. But afterwards, after me unloading on the person that I'm in a relationship with, mm-hmm. because it wasn't always my wife, but it could be a friend, it could be a child, it could be whomever. But once I would unload, I could then sleep peacefully because what was on my mind was no longer on Meanwhile, my mind. They, they cursing <laughs> they, you out exactly there, sleep. They done. So that was not the healthy or the healthy way to do it. But I've learned since that time, like to as I say, journal what I have to journal or write type in my phone. I don't write write it out uh, most of the time now. I actually type it into my phone. And, but when it comes to being able to go to bed and actually get the proper amount of rest and, and to make sure I'm healthy that way is to say what I have to say and even realizing that, hey, I may not, we're not, we're not, we may not come to a conclusion on what's bothering me. We may not come to a full understanding on you know what's inside or what's bothering or, or irritating my spirit. But at least if I can kind of have some form of communication of like, even if I say, let's talk about this, you know, tomorrow, or at at least if I know there's going to be some conclusion to what I'm feeling, I could sleep at night peacefully. And I, and it, it actually contributes to how I kind of 
like live life and you, like as you were saying who who does that and, and Trisha often wonders like who gets up at you know you you, you I woke up I'm literally about two night. I'm a middle of the night walk woke up two thirty and I mean not I, like that not like yeah, a middle of the night walk yeah, that yeah, sounds bad yeah, be careful with that yeah okay okay but, in my house no. yeah but being able to get up at that time to get out and as you see today was able to still go to work have a productive day almost hit ten thousand steps walking around everywhere mm -hmm. <laughs> in the district and then come here and walk my fat head dog do all of those things and then we still have to do what we're doing we still have to be present to do this pro to do this podcast but because i still feel like i got my Sleep. slip my five to six and i got good i got this i know some people like you need seven to eight because that first no, hour or two you just need good sleep yeah exactly that first hour or two you're kind of going into deep sleep no i when i close I, and, and this is something that's funny trisha will say to me turn the tv off i said nope i said when my eyes close they're going to close and i said when i know they're closing i said the moment my eyes back then i know it's deep sleep time i said but if i turn this tv off I'm be and, up. Then, and i said then i, I sit there I and, I, and, then my, and then my mind is uh -huh. starting to run and that's me and, and i said and so when that happens i said now i'm up exactly for no damn reason and then i can't go to sleep uh -huh. so it's like nope i said i got out what i need to get out i processed all of it and i said i said all the tv doing is just numbing my mind because there's nothing that's important on the tv so it's numbing my mind, and as it numbs my mind, it allows me to go into this. Yeah, I call place. it the blue who. The yeah, blue that's, and that's exactly it's what beautiful. it is. It's beautiful. I'm yeah. like, what? What are they doing on television? It doesn't matter. And don't look. <laughs> and let you turn that TV off before I'm ready to go to bed. Now that I'm up. That's it. I look like a damn meerkat. <laughs> Just sticking yep. my head up. What are we doing? What's happening? Turn the TV back on. That is one. And that's how marriage needs a therapist. There you go. And we'll be back. <laughs> so. Did you I pick up the yeah, man. No, I did, <laughs> okay. but now you got it. Now yeah, there we go. There we go. Um, as we talk about happiness, <laughs> I know, right? Sometimes being part of part of being happy is realizing you're angry and figuring out how to fix it. But what I was saying was, I had to learn how to stop saying yes when I was excited mm. because That's a good I one. think so many times you like you're at a party or you're with your friends or you're at work and you're feeling good, you're having a great day. And the word no just feels like it's going to bring you down. So you're like, yeah. And then the day comes and you're like, who let me say yes? And the only person that said it out your mouth was you. Like, mm -hmm. it's nobody else to blame mm -hmm. but you. Yep. You know? So, like, what I usually try to do now is be like, let me think about it and I'll get back to you. Okay. It doesn't make anybody, it usually doesn't make That's people good feel thing. good, though. Like, people don't like hearing that because they want you to be excited with them. And yes, we shall do it. And you're like, no, I need to check my schedule and make sure things are okay. Because, you, like you said, you think about it. Both of us have full-time, full-time jobs. <laughs> yeah, for real. And then we have full-time, dedicated, and loving families that we are interested in. Mm -hmm. It's not like we just live in a house right, and yeah. trying to make this work. You know, <laughs> situations present you know themselves. What I'm saying? You're, you're in, you're we're in, in the moment. Yeah, you're you in, know, in the like we mean happens. this. And then we have the podcast. So you figure we technically mm, have like three full time three, jobs, <laughs> like three and a half, because you still got to take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. So you're trying to figure out how to like fit you into, into the this. whole thing, right, right? So that means we technically have three days. Well, really. Three evenings where we technically not really doing something. How about that? You know, because you got Saturday, so that's one day, and then like 
and that's to the, that's the, that's half the, a day's maybe. How about a shout out to the spouses for allowing us to do, all, to do all of this stuff and then it's like you say, squeezing that into a uh -huh. Saturday just be like, hey, we're going to hang out today. <laughs> I love you so much. <laughs> yes, we shall, we shall go out in love. Yeah, you know, yeah. but I think, um, you know, just trying to make sure that we um, find balance in that because I realized when we first started the podcast and we were running, we were trying to like really get this going and you try to make sure that you are doing something that brings you joy because if you're working on a constant basis and it's not the most joyful place for you, Understood. you know, yeah. it doesn't make your spirit sing, you know, and then your family is a joyful place for you. And then you have to start dissecting that and dividing that to try mm -hmm. to make sure that you can do something that you want to do and hope that they come along with it. Yes. You know, That's because that was a big thing for That's me. I didn't want to do something where my family didn't support and come along with me. Exactly. You know, right. like I'm super happy, but when I look over at them, their face all twisted up. Great point. Sis. You know what I mean? Great point. So that whole like, you know, that kind of ties into chasing happiness when this, when you realize that the people who you want in your corners are in your corner and they louder than you are, it's like a beautiful thing. You know what's cool about that? And what? Thankful. Great points. When you see, and it, because they love you, and you saw me post this today, the, the love of your, like, the love of family, the love of God, the love of family, and the love of friends, when they truly love you, they can enjoy this for you because they see the joy that it brings you. Mm -hmm. And thankfully, because we have been invested in our families, they know just how much you're willing to give them. So if this moment and this, pro and this program provides you with some joy and some excitement, that's a great thing. So that's when you know it's true love. Because true love, and, that, and it, unfortunately, and I feel sorry for those where it doesn't exist in their families because mm -hmm. it's, it's a terrible thing. But when true love is there, and, and it may not be family, but it may be a friend, true love celebrates you. Absolutely. It true, bigs you up. You yeah. be looking over like, but I ain't do nothing yet. They be like, but you the best. You're exactly. Like, I am, in my, that was my colleague. What's his name? Who sent we the we best? We the best. DJ, DJ, DJ Khaled. Khaled, not Khalil. DJ. Who's Khalil? I don't know. He's a football like, player named Khalil Mack. I don't know who that is. Though. I know, but you were channeling him nowhere. But he said we the best too. <laughs> He won the best. He's one of the best. He is one of the top two defensive players in the NFL. Not that that matters. I was gonna say because somebody probably said something different. I don't even know anything about football. I wouldn't even lie to you. Don't worry. I bet on Khalil Mack and earned. Are we gonna make one point two million dollars from this bet? I mean, I'm just saying technically. One one point one one two point two. We're gonna be rich. We're gonna be rich. I would like to be the wealthy. I would like to be the wealthy. No, but really, I think that, you know, that kind of ties into it. You know, just having that family support, working with family, mm -hmm. because I know that for both of us, that's the, that's kind of like our security blanket as well. Big time. Is working with each other and having like that camaraderie and that comfort to be yourself and to, we, we celebrating each other. You know, we high-fiving yeah. each other through the middle right. of shows when it's like, Y'all haven't finished yet. Yeah, right. Sure. You know? But it's like great. You know, great, great job. Point. I was going to say great point. Especially because when when you flowing and you vibing. We were, when we were on mixed station on Sunday and as you were talking, I'm thinking like, she on fire today. And it's not just because we're family. What I like is I like truth. And I'm lo I am love to hear things that edify me without me having to feel selfish about it. Mm -hmm. And so how that's beneficial to my happiness is when you're able to spend time with someone that 
you don't have to feel like there are any strings attached, even though there's blood attached. How about that? <laughs> but you, there's like you've stated this before. There's no awkward moments. There, there's none of those things. This is like, oh, yo, this is my sister. It's like, nope, we didn't grow up together, but, but we what did. we have, but what weird. we have so much in, we have so Ooh. much in common, and for as much as, and I think both of us have healed, you know, and, and healed a lot throughout this journey and this process, where you know our dad didn't do a lot of things right with his life, but even in, in doing this podcast, I kind of feel sorry for him. I feel sorry that he had to live, the life that he, he had to live. And had to endure a lot of the stuff he had to do, and it doesn't excuse or forgive. No. It doesn't excuse, I mean, but, but it forgives. The forgiveness, for is the, the forgiveness, the forgiveness is for me. Mm-hmm. But even, even like that's the part where we won't get a chance to do so. But you know, you you want to forgive, and like you know what? I, I'm at peace with that him Absolutely. and I've that whole thing. Yeah, it's exactly it's the same here. No, but being able to have a sister. To kind of experience this with who I know you endured some of the same things. Absolutely. That allows for happiness to come that way because it's like, you know what? You could spend a lot of your life thinking about what was missed and what you didn't get, what you didn't have an opportunity to enjoy. And then when you're discussing that with someone who has similar and like experiences, the same experiences, Mm -hmm. even more because he was around and kind of trying to penetrate into your realm. But when we sit and we talk, to be at a healthy place is like, man, I'm, I'm happy. I'm proud. I'm proud thankful. of us. Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, because yeah. talk about chasing happiness. You know, that, that, that father figure that's like out there in your head that you're trying to, you're trying to recreate. Like we said, like I said on the show, you know, that 30 minutes where the, the father does the right thing <laughs> or he does something that might hurt your feelings. But at the end, he holds you and talks to you. Mm-hmm. And when you like looking at that, like, well, that shit ain't happening at the house. That's not, not how it happened at the house. I called that Negro and he said, <laughs> he called you and cursed you out. I know. <laughs> I was like, first off, what we're not willing to do on the 410-367 number God. is talk to me any kind of way. Yeah, really? But, but I think that what it allows us, you know, this whole podcast allows us to do in our, you know, we can flip the definition chasing happiness. You know, we're not chasing happiness. We're actually running with that shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and there are days when you like stop running. You're like, I don't want to do this today. Mm-hmm. I don't feel the joy that I felt yesterday is a different joy than I feel today. That's right. And I just need to take a moment because, you know, you it's like highs and lows. And sometimes those lows allow you to. Um, reflect yes. and to you know feel like you either feel grateful or you have to really sit down and like talk to yourself like hey Lee why did you do that mm-hmm. or why are you feeling that way or you know it's okay to you know to call somebody or send a message or you know say hey I was thinking about you you good you know because I think that call buddies and do that all yeah, the time you know yeah. too many times I I am I'm absolutely a person that I don't want to always talk but I will send you like a heart or a kiss. That just lets you know I'm thinking about you, and I so I can back up because, since like you said, we people all day. Yeah, all day. You know, both, all day we're trying us. to we're both trying to make us, sure that right. we are at the top of our game with our professional lives and servicing other people. You know, the entire said, time. Yeah. So at the end of the day, sometimes people who we really would love to talk to or care for don't get a full plate. So you know, I try to make sure that I'm very responsive in like when I'm trying to like being in the moment if I think about somebody I let them know I'm thinking about it Mm -hmm. just because you never know you know I've known too many people who was like I just talked to him last night 
or mm. I was about to call him and I was like, no, I'm That's too busy. You know, and I said I never wanted to do that because I remember when um, I got the call that our father had passed away, and I didn't even ask like particularly how he died or anything like that because I knew he was sick. But my question was, where did he die? And um, the lady who was living with, she um, had relayed the message that he was sitting in front of the TV watching Sanford and Son, and he died kind of like he just fell asleep with his hands together, just sitting in a chair. Hmm. And I was like, all right, at least it was peaceful. You yeah, know, like, yeah. instead of it just being... Because I, I never wanted him to suffer. I agree. You know what I mean? I was like, because I felt like, again, like I said before, I didn't want him in my life because I felt like I would have suffered if he was there. And I that's not something that our mothers needed. That's not mm -hmm. something that we needed. It would have been, been a lot more shit. damage. But what, what he you was know? dealing with and what he was going through yeah. would have been more damaging to who we are. You know, so like that that whole, you know, uh, you know, related to chasing happiness, you know, that father thing. But it's been so beautiful watching you with your girls and your wife and you trying to heal you know, mm -hmm. whatever, you know, your brokenness together. That's right. You know, mm -hmm. watching, you know, you watching me. Yeah, and sometimes exactly. when you talk to me about how you feel, I can relate that to my husband. You know, because sometimes, like I say all the time, and we're going to do a podcast on it, that communication thing with men and women. You know, yeah. what, what you say versus what we hear and vice it's versa. It's, it's a big thing. And being able to hear it come from someone else, like, no, but this is, this is really probably what I heard, mm -hmm. what you heard. And this is how you should have interpreted it, or maybe you could have taken it this way. And it makes such a big difference because then when you go home and you have that same conversation, you go, well, did you mean? And they go, yeah, that's what I meant. You're like, all right. So we oftentimes on Tuesday, listen. I overreact. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? We listen to respond instead of listening to reflect. Yes. And, and there's a big difference between the two. And so uh, when, when someone is speaking or when I know I'm speaking, and, 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 and this is a part of our journey and learning because oftentimes when you're when you're speaking, hoping that the person that you're speaking to is listening to and reflect your yeah, and just so yeah. that they can reflect what you just said to them, the the problem comes in when and this is where the arguments start, when you hear the response and it's like you didn't reflect, you responded and then you responded in an insincere manner that shows you missed everything I was saying right there. Well, and because, like, right, right. <laughs> like, no. Exactly, which is worse. <laughs> I'm driving in the car the other day, and, and I'm once again in the car with my baby girl, and I'm talking to my buddy. And while we were, he caught, one of us called each other. So we have these deep, County Boy T.O. Mm -hmm. We have these deep conversations. Yeah, exactly. Shout out to my boy, uh, County Boy T.O. And so as we're talking, he's shopping he's somewhere and you can hear he's shopping and so at one point you know I, I give this deep and passionate speech and he was like right right <laughs> and I turned to Kiana and I say he ain't listening I say he ain't listening to me baby <laughs> he's like nah true true bro that, that's just and it's like these are all the cold words but I'm not really hearing anything you're saying Look, but at least if I acknowledge this so so <laughs> it's like the dead eye conversation you like you just looking at me across the table and ain't nothing going Morning. in is it like, babe, and it's funny because, <laughs> because I'm the kind of person that I'll be like, I went dead five minutes ago. And then people be looking at you like, really? I'm like, I stopped listening like five minutes ago. I don't know what you said to me. And, but I try to be as honest as upfront as I can be because I think that 
it does you an injustice because later on you can be like, remember I told you about me? Nope. I don't know what you said and see, and see because people, I'm out. But once I got to say this once again. See, that's one of those moments that we shared that, that we didn't know. I've been doing that for years where someone would be talking to me and I'm listening and then they hit a certain point in the conversation I'd be like, done. <laughs> and they'd be like, and they, so and they, and exactly. I'm like, I was like, I no, know. I was like, listen, I'm not trying to be. I said, but you continue to talk, and I literally just like why, I said, I just stopped listening. Stop. I said, because what you were saying, like, I guess you were trying to make a point, and yeah. I heard the point a while ago, but then when you continued to go on, my brain decided I was not listening. It anymore. was playing Tetris. And like exactly. now I'm like, I can't fit that piece into that slide yeah. because it's not the right piece. And I just but I try not to do that. I mean, you you actually do look dead in the eyes. This is the problem. It is because people be like, and they say it. They they do they, catch it. Yeah, but like, but you know what makes me laugh when somebody keeps going anyway. I'm like, you just don't. You just talk. No, because that's why I said to him. That's why I said to him. I had. I'm. This is how. This is how kind I am. <laughs> I'm kind enough to tell you that I'm not listening. I'm no more. not listening anymore. And Dear John, like I'm, I've <laughs> tapped out. <laughs> Look, I, I was actually, I told you I talked to several friends today. And as I was talking to them, uh, one one of my former coworkers, because I, I've said, and she said she was listening to one of the old podcasts. And she was like, I, she said, um, I would hit my people quota. And I would say this to people. I was like, I'm, I'm done. I said, for the day. <laughs> it'd, be like the, it'd be like three o'clock and we got two more hours to go. And she used to say to me on occasion, she would say, you don't have the option to tap out. And I was like, well, I'm done. I'm just letting you know. Everything <laughs> any, from this point any, forward. Any other problems come to the door, just, yours. That's all yours. Yeah, I said, it's all yours. I'm just, so. I'm just going to send you an email and let you know that <laughs> Gretchen called at 245. <laughs> I don't know what she needed, but here's her phone number. <laughs> but it's, it's funny. We, we, we veered off a little, but the point we were making about and, and we've yet to do a, a, a podcast on relationships because we're, we're as and, and this is part, relationships and communication and relationships is a healthy part of or is a, a, a main part of mental health. But one of the things, the point that we were talking on was when we we're talking about communication between people you're in relationships with. When we're speaking and communicating, and the person listening is not reflecting but just looking to respond, that. What, what, what happens in a person who's looking for closure or connection you get defensive. Or, and, and, then, and then the other person doesn't hear it, how that prevents you from moving to a place of not happiness, but prevents you from moving to a place of peace and understanding yeah, it is mm -hmm. that when you feel like that person's checked out and is just responding because you're communicating, then you get defensive. And then that defensiveness, at least in my case with my, me being hurt, or the hurt that I was feeling in that moment would then turn to attack. Mm -hmm. It's like you hurt yep, me. Straight to you, defense. You, like they say, hurt people hurt people. It's like you mm -hmm. hurt me now. I'm, I have hurt to, you. I'm going to say something that, like, if I, I didn't have your attention then, I bet you I get your attention. What I say all the time, <laughs> finish him. Like, like you're like, damn. I'm taking a heart out. You know, but you like, and I think that, you know, with that, it, it sometimes people <laughs> forget. Like, you know, we were saying, you have this thing where you like run into the room and you want to say everything you need to say, but the person who is you need to say it to is going through their own crap. Mm -hmm. And like, so now you're just like going in, dumping off. And the person looking at you like, I'm already dead on the inside. You have no impact. Ain't nothing you right now. You're like shooting a zombie. Unless you <laughs> hit that brain, you ain't doing nothing to them. It's mm -hmm. like, I, I just, I'm going to chew you later. I'm yeah. just going to need to sit here right now and deal with this. 
you know, but <laughs> we, we, we've gone so many places, but I do know that with regards to, you know, when we talked on Sunday about chasing happiness and, um, one of the things that I really felt was the, we kept talking about your goals in life mm -hmm. and you had some really good insight on the goals that you had, um, with regards to your family. Mm -hmm. with regards to your marriage, with regards to you as a person, you know, and how setting goals allows you to find your happy place because it gives you check marks so that you can see what you've accomplished throughout the day. It's, it, it, and I, I, I'll find, let me pull it up real quick. I'm glad you actually brought that up. It was a quote by both of us who looked this guy up unintentionally. Oh, the Pete, the God. Steve Maraboli. Yes. Steve Maraboli. Um, we would, one of the things that I, and I, I'm not going to find, I found a quote, but I'm not going to speak on a quote. But one of the things that when I talked about goal setting, when it talked about chasing happiness and, and becoming happy, I'm a big believer of um, this, 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 I used to have this thing called vitamin C's for life. And vitamin C's was just different letters C's. It was an uh, it was uh, an alliteration or an act because it, was, it wasn't an acronym where you take these five words that start with the letter C, and if you practice these five letters every day, you would uh, you would you would find you know not every day, but if you practice them throughout your life, you would be able to find you would be able to find contentment. And the last C, I'm not going to go through the the other the other four C's because that's a different program, but the last C was celebration. And what the gentleman was talking about was celebrating the small victories that you have in life continually, being thankful that you've accomplished certain things throughout your life. And so when I was talking about goal setting and being able to accomplish certain things, why that resonated with me in one of the quotes that I read was, was real simple. I know when I wake up in the morning, there are things that I want to do. And when it comes to things that I want to do as it pertains to my family, the one thing I want my family to do is I want them, when I say I want them to be happy, it's not happy because they received everything. I want them to be happy in a way where they feel whole. Mm -hmm. So if being whole is calling me in the middle of the day to say, I'm tired, and me saying, no, I'm too busy to talk right now, mm. that's going to hurt. Mm -hmm. So a part of the wholeness is express what you need to express to me, baby girl. I'm here to listen. If, if another time is where you're sitting down and it's like, hey, dad, can you read this? I can feel whatever I'm feeling in that moment, but meaning like I could have mentally checked out other way, but what I let myself know is that's a part of your child's it's happiness. Your yeah. And so those are goals for me where it's like, it's not about my comfort in that moment. It's about making sure I'm actively present there for them. Mm -hmm. When it comes to work, it's, it's another simple thing. I, I, I have two checklists. I have two phones. I have a work phone and a personal phone. I have a checklist on my work phone. I have a checklist on my personal phone. Some people feel like the checklist don't work. Um, some, um, some people feel like the checklist don't work. There are others who feel like, you know, it's, it's a demotivator when you don't accomplish things. What I look at the checklist for is, is, is real simple. Is if I know I have five things to do, regardless of big or small, it gives me a target to aim at. Mm -hmm. So at the end of having that target, when I'm done, I proudly say to myself, I did what I wanted to accomplish today, at least from a work perspective. Yeah, yeah. So you, yeah, I, I, get, I get both of my personal and my, and so my personal is more, is, is the, the personal is a lot different.
because the personal is more about connection with my family. Mm-hmm. The work is about the goals that I set to, 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 to the accomplishments mm-hmm. that I need to meet when I'm there. And I know each day they are going to start over. So it's not like, yes, I've achieved and that's it. Oh, yes, I had this one conversation with my, you know, someone in my family and that's it. No, these are ongoing things, but I do celebrate them and I do reflect on them to say, I'm happy. I'm, th- I'm thankful I could contribute. I'm thankful I could be present. I'm thankful that we had that experience because I know that not only makes me happy, but it makes them feel whole. So that helps me. So I think yeah. people need to find you what know, works for them. Find what works for them. Yeah. But to be able to set something in your life so that once you achieve it, you celebrate the small things because they're not as small as you think. And see, and that's my big thing. I always laugh. When my kids were growing up, I celebrated everything. Oh, they got a new hair. Oh, they tied the shoe. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know. I said, and as they got older and they kind of started to like withdraw mm-hmm. and from the attention, you know, I mean, I think all kids go through a section okay. where they just like, Mom, because they're know. moving, they're moving from that place yes. of I'm, I'm a child you know, to I'm yeah. trying, I'm developing. So then, to so then I had to learn how to like celebrate quietly, like I'd be in the corner, like, yeah. You know? And now, when the kids are, you know, the kids are older, and I'll be like, what did you do? And they were like, it's okay, you can talk about that. Mm-hmm. Well, now they're like, you didn't celebrate me on such and such, you know, because as they got older, I was like, I got used to trying to respect their boundaries. Because if you didn't feel if you didn't feel that it was an award for you, mm-hmm. I don't want to. I never. I'm because I'm, I'm big on that. I don't think that. I think that you trying to force a celebration on somebody that don't want it is the yeah, worst. Yeah, that don't work. Yeah. You know. So I learned how to like back off. But what happens when you start backing off? They notice. Mm-hmm. And now they're like, "Hey, you were supposed to celebrate me, even though I told you not to celebrate me." I'm like, I don't have time to read your mind. Okay, <laughs> it's too many minds in this house. It's a lot of. Just a lot of thoughts. Mm-hmm, do mm-hmm. you want me to do whatever you go and do? That usually means go crazy, Which you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, I'm just letting y'all know. I mean, because I'm super proud of my family. I think that, and it's not the proud moments of like, you know, you passed a grade or anything like that. It's just beautiful watching them sit down and smile. It's beautiful watching them understand a new topic. It's wonderful when your child repeats something that you said years ago. And it's now being reflected. But you didn't, you know, because you don't always know how you impact your children. No, we don't. You know, and sometimes you you mess them up and sometimes you don't, you know. But I think those are the things for me. My best moments have been spent around the kitchen counter listening to my kids banter. Always. Keep on. But they're always the best moments. I'm like, sometimes you be thinking to yourself, this is so inappropriate. But like you, you don't want to mess up the energy that's in the room. You know, like, you know that, okay, note to self, make, make, make sure I talk about this a little bit later on so we can get this done. Mm-hmm. But it, sometimes that freedom, and in my house, what the freedom has allowed is that each one of my children will really tell me the truth about what's happening, even when it's uncomfortable. Now, they come at me different ways, mm-hmm. you know, my son is a thinker, and his is always my, listen to me, because he's like, before you jump off the table... Listen to what I have to say. Excuse My me. oldest, she is very much, she just says it. It comes from the hip, out her mouth so fast. Like you get whiplash trying to figure out what you mm-hmm. need to do. And my youngest is the baby. 
she like wants you to be pleased with her. Mm-hmm. But if you ask her a question or she asks you a question, she expects you to be honest. She holds you accountable That's good. for what you say out your mouth. And it's just a good variation because I always wanted to live in a house where we felt comfortable with having a conversation because I know growing up, I would have loved to have had more life conversations so that I kind of figure out what was happening. You know, it's like so hard when you watch your parents struggle and you don't, and you don't know what to do because there's no explanation for it. It's just, this is just the way it is. Well, yeah, it might be, but is there something I can do to help out? Exactly. Instead of it being such a dark place, you know? Communication, and and you've said it a lot of times, and I I think as we're talking about this process of chasing happiness, and we're going to move towards our delight side and lovely moments pretty soon as we we close. But you talked about... Wait a minute. You you talked about um, communication early on in the podcast, and... I would think as and as you're trying to as someone is trying to chase happiness and get to that place of happiness, um, what you just said about family communicating, talking about life moments, those are all pieces. I think what happens in our process of chasing happiness, sometimes we look for things, sometimes we look for moments, sometimes we believe it's a material possession, and so all of those things, while they can be used as a means, not to get to happiness, but because you're already well, those things are an extension of your happiness. Mm-hmm. Those are two different things. But I, I, I believe when being human beings, I believe we were created to be relational and I be, uh, to be in relationships. And I believe because we are relational beings, having the ability to do what you said, just said, sit around a counter with family, sit around a counter or sit around a, a table or booth with friends, you know, sitting in these different places, allows and helps you to become like more whole individual and what makes you happy I and mean, this was like like i say i had just a perfect to me friend day you know my buddies like yeah i have friends you know we're not recording this upcoming sunday so we're, because we're not recording this upcoming sunday i get to do football with my buddies so, i know i was so I, I thought about you i was like he get to do football football and so and like when i you know reached out to my buddies it was like oh good to hear from you g and you know now we you know we're going to do this we've been we've been getting together for 20 years and even in the process of getting together for these 20 years to watch football, they understand that I'm doing a new phase in my life, but I still, I'm happy when I'm spending that time and we get the same meal every week. <laughs> we make it a different dessert, but pizza, same. wings, fries, and whatever dessert the person who's hosting that week decides to serve. Okay. And we've had people say, y'all do the same thing every week? That it makes us happy. Yeah, and we let, found, us, and, let and, us enjoy And that. we found that if we try to bring something new, it's like, who, I don't know. Who, I don't know. Hamburger sub. Like who, who got a hamburger who, who, who sub? Who invited the salad? <laughs> who invited the salad? Some celery sticks. Like, <laughs> bro, look. If I'm gonna go in, I'm going in. I ain't going in on a celery. Come on. But anyhow, so let me let me transition from that. <laughs> I like that. That uh, into into this week's. <laughs> you, you messed me up. Uh, into this week's delight side. And once again, we've um, we've talked about this young lady. We, we've talked about on our live uh, podcast on Mixed Station Radio, on Organic Radio with uh, Super DJ Sean Rebel and DJ K Latte. Our good peoples. So, but uh, this week's the light side is coming once again comes from Amy Moran. We 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 have other people we talk, but I just like we like the the TED talk. 
And this is just a small, uh, this is one session where she was talking about chasing happiness. She said, thinking you need to be happy all the time will backfire. Momentary pleasure is much different than long-term satisfaction. Mentally strong people are willing to put in the hard work it takes to gain contentment. They refuse to give in to instant gratification or temporary indulgences. They look for ways to build a brighter future by creating long-term goals. And so we talked about how I do goal setting and she talks about temporary or momentary pleasure. One of the things that I will talk to individuals about is, is I enjoy many different facets of my life. There are many different moments and there are many different things that contribute to my long-term happiness. But what I, what I do know is this, none of those moments define the happiness that starts on the inside of me when I'm able to actually live the purpose that I was created to live. None of those moments, those moments are only enhanced when I fully realize not only who I am, but why I'm here and why I'm doing what I'm doing and why I'm doing it with the people I'm doing it with. Because I'm thankful and I'm fortunate enough to wear as though that, that I have a family, but I also have this group of people who we're not always around each other that I can call friends that I love that contribute to me. When I say they contribute to my life, not monetarily, uh, they contribute with their personalities, their spirits, their laughter, sometimes their admonishment when they're correcting me if they feel like something is wrong. But all of these different sets of people who contribute to the well-being of who I am as a person, I'm just thankful for all of that. And those things allow me to be happy. And a part of my goal setting is watching footballs, you know, when I can on Sundays with my guys, being able to be present with my daughters, uh, being able to not only support and provide for, but to be satisfied when I see my wife happy with the simple things that make her happy. And so uh, this journey and this process, while I have lots of moments that contribute to it, I'm fortunate enough to where though my happiness starts with all of the relationships that I've been blessed to have be a part of my life. Absolutely, absolutely. And my lovely moments uh, portion is I really want people to think about not just what makes you happy, but what makes you feel joyful because there's a difference. You're, mm. The joyful um, emotion really comes from your soul. It's something that makes you sing mm. and dance on the inside. It's what brings that light into your eyes when people talk to you. It's when you see an old friend or when you see your children or your spouse and it's just you smile from your heart all the way through your body. And too many times when we're looking for happy, happy, again, that instant gratification type of happy, only lasts for a little bit of time and then you kind of burn out. Mm -hmm. But when you feel joyful from the inside out, it is something that like nobody can put that out. It's mm -hmm. something that, you know, you sometimes see a little kid and they're like by themselves in the corner and they're playing with a toy and they're just singing and dancing and they feel it. Mm -hmm. Because I think a lot of the times we let the world take over and dictate what our happy looks like yep. or it dictates mm -hmm. what our fear looks like and you have the ultimate responsibility for yourself mm. to bring the joyful notes into your life so remember that 
it is no one's responsibility to make you happy, but it is your responsibility to make you happy. Mm-hmm. And any way you can find that affirmations, mm-hmm. meditation, um, if it's talking to a friend, you know, talking to family, you may have a coworker. It may even be your pet. You may just want to sit down with your dog or your cat, watch some TV and just mm-hmm. feel good. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to take that away from anyone. I know that so many times the fur babies are people who make you feel good about where you yeah, are in life. Um, so we thank you guys so much for being a part of our podcast. We really appreciate your support. You guys have no idea how much joy we feel when you listen to us and you come along <laughs> on this journey and when you contact us and let us know that you feel what we're feeling because I know sometimes we go off on you guys, but we really mean it wholeheartedly. This journey is our journey and we are so blessed to be able to do so. Peace. Thanks for listening to All Up In Your Business podcast with Light and Lovely. If you like our show and want to know more, check us out on Instagram at All Up In Your Business Podcast. That's A-L-L-U-P-N-U-R-B-I-Z-N-E-S-S Podcast. Or personally at Light In Your Biz, L-I-T-E dot N-U-R-B-I-Z or at Lovely Brown, L-O-V-E-L-I-B-R-O-W-N. Or on Facebook, just search for All Up In Your Business. Please leave us a review on the podcast you're listening to. We appreciate your support. Peace.